Okay, so today's episode of That Weird Ass Game, we are talking about Seaman. I love it. Of all the games. <laughs> I didn't know this existed until you brought it up. Really? Yep, I had no clue. Oh, jeez, man. It's, it's one of those games that... It sort of was a selling point for the Sega Dreamcast. Back when the when Sega was still producing systems, this was one of the key factors in trying to sell that system. Damn. Yeah, this and Resident Evil Code Veronica and Episode 1 Pod Racer and Sonic the Hedgehog were the key factors of trying to sell the Dreamcast. Apparently they're porting Pod Racer to the Nintendo Switch too. I heard that, yeah. Yeah. If, if there's one good game that came out of the era of the prequel game, you know, you know, tidal wave, episode 1 Pod Racer was actually pretty good. Yeah, um I have a weird connection to Pod Racer. I know that's like not uh, <laughs> what this episode is, but um yeah. the so <coughs> back in the early 2000s, uh for like 6 months I had the world record speed run for Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Nice. Um no no cheats, no glitches. So basically from start point to beating Bowser without cheating. Uh it was like 1042. I know that's been crushed by now, but um my I had the world record and I got it at Hershey Park. Uh, is where they held the contest, and you could play the beta for the Pod Racer uh, on the Dreamcast. And I think '64 they had the setup there for two. I don't remember exactly, but um, played it there immediately after crushing the world record and got decimated playing it, and felt like simultaneously great and bad about myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, see me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, this game. Um... Going back and playing it again, it's it hasn't aged well. No, no, but I'd say it's aged better than something like Conquer, because at least you know the the structure is still there for a game. Sure. Yeah, but it, it. I will say there's not much game inside the game. When when your manual <laughs> tells you that the point of the game is waiting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's I, a pro- I, it's a problem. That there's a term called lampshading, and this is not the right way to do that. Yes, yeah. It, it, when you're inten- intentionally saying, hey, you're just going to sit here and wait for about, like, ten minutes right. for things to happen, you're basic- You're intentionally saying, hey, this is going to get really boring really quickly. And and it's, it's fitting that we're talking about this weird segue um, at the same time that Animal Crossing New Horizons came out. Yes. Because the point of that game is also kind of the same it's based around what day you're playing i know you can like cheat and skip days in the system but if you don't the point of the gameplay is to only have certain amount of things to do per day i want to say this game wanted to pioneer that idea but not in a structured way where it makes sense no i don't think so because there this is a what's considered a um god simulator i suppose you could say you could call them right you are like this overlord that's looking down on uh, individuals within a confined space, and you're sort of controlling them as God. <laughs> and the point of this game is you are creating life. You're creating a new form of life in many ways. So it, it, this was, I believe, the first game that did pioneer that, 
yeah. as far as I'm aware. The Sims didn't come out until a year later. But in terms of the the game that we have now, the Sims actually has a lot more substance to it. Yeah. This yeah the the what the draw of this game was always hey you get to create your own little sea creature and he talks to you and you interact with him but the interaction is so broken. The early days of trying to have microphones attached to video games. Right. I yeah. um so so for this episode I downloaded a Dreamcast emulator and downloaded yeah. the emulation for this game and hooked it up to my high quality podcasting microphone. <laughs> um. This game was not designed for like like an actual genuine human voice and yeah. so the only way I could get the uh the seaman to respond to me was by moving 6 feet away from my microphone I eventually actually threw it on the couch behind and next to me and it, <laughs> the game operated way better it actually understood what I was saying <laughs> Jesus Oh man but yeah it the I mean, there were games that did come out after this that did use microphones. I think, like, uh, SOCOM, U.S. Navy SEALs. Yeah. You could issue orders to your teammates, but any of those, a game called Lifeline, where it was like a Resident Evil in space, where you told somebody to go to certain places using the, I think it was the Xbox microphone. Yeah. But the game didn't really work. It was basically a broken game. This This stuff doesn't really work very well, because... When the point of the game is to interact with a, with a, a, you know, fictional character, and it's with canned responses, yeah, it it doesn't feel genuine. It feels very fake. Sure. Yeah. The the, the draw of the game was also, hey, Leonard Nimoy is in the game, but <laughs> Leonard Nimoy is there for the title screen and the loading screens. Right. He's not the voice of Seaman, so it felt a little misleading. Yeah, so, for for yeah. sure. I mean, like the. Let's break down the gameplay because yeah. I, it, I think this game is going to make a lot more sense for for anyone that has heard about it but didn't realize what the gameplay was. Um, wow, this is like it, it's, you know, I just it, realized it, something. <laughs> I didn't I didn't open a second a second file when I was doing my recording. It's still recording to the Jupiter Ascending file. Oh, that's okay. Um, we can yeah. I can I can cut that. Just um, remind me where uh, just minute wise where I can cut that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's not a problem. Um, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> the this is like Shenmue cutscenes without the actual cutscenes. It's a lot of repetitive button mashing yeah. for certain aspects to make you think that you're interacting with this game, mm-hmm. but you're really not. Yeah, yeah. It, it all feels very fake. It all feels very empty at times. I mean, it is kind of funny and cute, the idea mm-hmm. that, oh, you know, he'll talk back to you and he'll get snarky with you if you don't feed him or right. you don't take care of him, but it feels canned. It oh, doesn't totally. feel genuine. And it's just, you know, early days of games like this. I'm sure at the time, this was great. This was groundbreaking. Sure. Looking back on it now, it doesn't quite work, but it was definitely growing pains for this kind of stuff. Yeah, because like even now we have like horror video games where if you're too loud to the microphone in your controller, it'll affect yep. the game. Like things will be able to hear you. So like yeah. the the ideas are kind of being um, moved around here, just not, I guess in the in the order that would make an uh, an engaging gameplay sequence. Yeah, yeah. Or gameplay the, the, gameplay loop. 
Yeah, the gameplay is you take care of Seaman, you feed him, and you water the tank, you make sure the heat is, is regulated, and then you talk to him, and that's the entire game. Yeah. That's it. Like, that, that, that works well for, like, 15 minutes. Maybe not even that. But yeah, like, when the loop is just that, and then the game ends, you, you need more stuff to do. Right. Yeah, so... But it, it it is just bizarre because it's 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 a weird ass game because it's a little fish creature or a frog creature, but a human head is on it. Right. That's the weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the, the back uh, so the backstory to this game. Um, yeah. I, I had to find a manual to download it to play because uh, gameplay is not intuitive no. at all. <laughs> Um, so the the backstory is f- the frogmans are kind of like ancient alien type things that helped us humans develop the the world as we know it. Something like that, like, I guess. Th- there's some kind of ancient Egyptian uh, species, and the point of the game is you you have the mushroomer eggs and you're supposed to develop them into the frogman so that you can communicate with it but it never actually like ties into anything like it doesn't give you ancient knowledge or anything like that it's just like they really thought out the backstory and then when they got to the gameplay they were like oh you're just gonna help one come to life i guess yeah (laughs) like oh now what do we do (laughs) exactly well technically you need to make two of them yes yeah you gotta make a pair because um on brand, I guess, for this show, four or five episodes in. Let's talk about sex real quick. Yeah, that's, you know, it's it's a god simulator, and you're basically creating, you know, you're creating a new creature, and you need to have, you know, the sexual aspect in, involved in that. Right. So you need to create multiple seamen in order to make the, make make more of them. And yeah. they they do fuck. Yeah. They, and just, which is hilarious because his dialogue will get like horribly sexual and horribly inappropriate where oh, that's yeah. happening. Yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Jesus. I can imagine a guy just standing in a sound booth saying this and like, at least I'm getting paid for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, um, I, I guess I really did just say that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the, the, the lines in this game and, and I'm sure, like, the pitch to get, like, the voice actor... I didn't even look to see who the voice actor was of the uh, the Seaman. I don't um, think he's actually listed anywhere. I wonder if he got work after this. I'd be very interested to know. I have no idea. Um, also, also, this is a Japanese game. I, yeah. I need to download the Japanese version and find out what that's like. <laughs> like, is it equally Probably as... Probably weirder. Yeah, yeah, you would think. Like, is it equally as fourth wall breaking? Because at different times, he's, like, suggesting that, re- like, because you're playing the game, it is just as real as your own reality. Yeah. It gets into, like, weird, like, very metatextual, metaphysical. Like, he starts uh, discussing philosophy and such. It's like... Right. Well, it's because he starts out and he's simplistic and childish when he's young but then as he becomes more mature he gets more and more adult like mm-hmm. so he he grows not just physically but also mentally and you need to help him you need to help guide him with that which like an like, adult which like as an idea especially the fact that like you have to have the dream dreamcast peripheral microphone to play yeah there is a 
very interactive aspect to this game. Um, and this reminds me of other games that, uh, that we've discussed before, like Metal Gear Solid would kind of interrupt your gameplay to look at your memory card yeah. and break the fourth wall. Like this was something that was on people's minds at the time of like, how do we incorporate the interactivity into the gameplay? This mm-hmm. game definitely touched on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it tried to be very meta textual and, um, uh, postmodern, I guess is the term you could refer to it as. Sure. But in terms of the actual final vision of the game, like not a lot of game in your game. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, wh- it's nice, nice attempt. What would that look like now? Like if you were going to, let's say, like you and I both It'd be have- the Sims. It'd be the Sims. No, no, I mean like for your game to interact with you. Um, oh, oh, what would, what would that look like? Like we, you and I both have PS4s, so the the game system can actually talk to you through just your controller. Mm-hmm. Like, is is because nothing like that is out right now that I know of. That's it like it would be it would be Alexa. Yeah, it would be Alexa. That's what it is. Ask it a question; it responds to you by accessing the internet. Yeah, that would that would be such Alexa. A... Alexa is proof of concept of CMAP. True. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Just provide a body for Alexa. It's that movie Her. It's it's that. Yeah. That is the, that is the proof of concept. I I I'm like what I, what does the gameplay loop look like on developing an actual relationship with an AI? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason they're not touching on this in gaming right now. I have no idea. But yeah, it's it's one of those games that it it was supposed to really be a big selling point for the Dreamcast, but I think that the game got good reviews, but it didn't uh, didn't do as well as they'd hoped. They did do a sequel, which which was only made in Japan, but um, in that version, you take the little frog man and he turns into a bipedal human. Really? So, yeah. So basically, he becomes you know bipedal like like you know life on planet Earth. We evolve from single cell organisms up to what we are now. Right. So very much like continuing the God Simulator. So why? Obviously, I don't think you can go any further than that. <laughs> I, I I mean maybe I don't know <laughs> I don't yes. know what that would look like in a game. I don't know. So um, did you, did you play this when it first came out? What, like, what was your experience? I did play it when it first came out, and I it was. I don't think I ever finished it because I got very frustrated with it understandable i didn't yeah finish. because it's not a very intuitive game right yeah. yeah i i got up as far as um the gill man i don't even think i got to Podfish. i i ended up having to watch a bunch of videos because i was like this is taking a very long time and i'd much rather be playing doom eternal right now yeah yeah it's it's a very very slow and very boring game because basically most of the game is just waiting yeah like that that's not a game <laughs> like why not why don't i just get an actual aquarium and just do the stuff, you know, with an actual animal. Right. So, um, do you remember the... It's very reminiscent of the little Tamagotchi pets. Right. Years and years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they preceded this by like four or five years. Um, did you ever, in your lifetime, I know your your relationship with comics runs way back. Did you ever get the, um, the Sea Monkeys order out of a comic book? No. So uh, there's a great South Park episode about it that I think The Simpsons did as well, where um, sea monkeys are basically like this little 
uh, aquatic life form that this guy figured out how to package in a way that you could just ship it around and kids would pour it into water and the eggs would hatch and turn into these little like you know prehistoric creatures that were marketed as like like sentient little sapien things they're not they're like a little cephalopod style creature oh i think i remember this Yeah, yeah yeah um this is like the virtual version of that like if if those actually turned into what the advertisements told you they were going to turn into, yeah, because like sea monkeys do not evolve; they are a, a yeah. very like a set, like bordering on microscopic life form. They're super teeny tiny; they don't turn into anything. But the yeah. the like packaging on them is, hey, these are going to turn into your best friend. You can have little people living in an aquarium. Um, <laughs> that's not what it is, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I got I got memories of that while playing this game of like oh this is like virtual sea monkeys kind of yeah yeah but in this case sometimes the sea monkeys will talk back to you if you try to if you annoy them too much right which is you know it, it's it is it is amazing the the variety of responses he will give to you when you're talking to him sure yeah because this is one of the first games to actually use the microphone but the responses do still feel a little canned, like the editing between dialogue doesn't feel very natural. Yeah. It feels a little false. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. T- Tell me about your mother. Yeah. Yeah. It gets a little uh, kind of irritating at some points. Yeah. Uh, definitely like the, the beginnings of Uncanny Valley here too. With oh the, god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the and face. The fact that the fact that all the different sea, the little sea man ha- creatures have the exact same face is fucking creepy. Yeah, there's no distinction between like genders. There's, they all yeah. have the same voice. That's oh god, it's fucking weird. God. Yeah, Ugh. this really is a weird ass game. Like, there's yeah, it, it's it's kind of amorphous. There's no bottle to put it in, really, because yeah. there's nothing else like it. Yeah, yeah, it's. In like it is a god simulator, but you're just making one creature. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could compare this to something like Spore. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah, about Spore. Kind of, but Spore is kind of like a failure of a game because it's like you're building a whole society, right? And the game didn't play very well, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think Will Wright is, you know, I think he's kind of past his prime. <laughs> so. I think I think that came preloaded on a laptop I owned one time and played it for like a minute and was like, this is weird, I don't like it. Yeah, it, it doesn't play very well. It's not very good. Yeah, unfortunately. So, uh, is there like an ending to Seaman? Like, is there like a final animation of like, you did it, or does it just really you, recycle? You release him back into the wild. Oh, uh, okay. That's it, you release him back out into the you really well, you release the pair of them back out into the wild. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Then the game ends. Wild. Yeah, that's all it is. It's you just you make them mature and then you release them into the wild. That's it. And that's kind of, that's kind of thing is like the game doesn't really have a satisfactory payoff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's no like um you invested all this time now you get a a really satisfying thing to happen. Yeah. Another problem is that the game has no replay value because you have to follow the exact same steps every time in order to, <laughs> like, in order to do it. It's like, this is a one-time playthrough, and then you're done. There's yeah. never a reason to play it again. Would this be more interesting with, like, a like a a tree? Like, if, if you keep the tank too hot, you get a different kind of creature than if you keep it colder or, 
you know, the perfect middle, like their your decisions and how you maintain actually affect what you get at the end. Maybe not a tree, but maybe like an alien life form. Yeah. Yeah, something like that would be more interesting. Yeah, as opposed to something that's like comparable to something that we see in everyday life in yeah. our world, a frog. For, for sure. Yeah. This this so. is also much more difficult than maintaining a fish or a frog in real life. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's like they'll take care of themselves as opposed to like in this where it's like half the gameplay, like three quarters of the gameplay is like talking to the damn thing. Right. Yeah. And when they, that's part of your gameplay, it's a problem. They die so easy in this game too. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> god. You feel like a failure, but it's like, I don't know, maybe you're just weak. Like, how did you get to be so powerful, according to the manual? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, part of it is that some of them are supposed to die in order to feed on the others. True. So, that's kind of the point. Yeah. yeah I, if, you don't, if you don't follow that set set of steps, um, then um, they basically your entire tank will just be barren. <laughs> right. Yeah. So... Wild. Yeah, this is just, uh, it, this does feel like Conquer. You're not wrong. I'm like reaching for things, other things to say, but it's like, uh, is it even worth the experience? Would you, would you recommend somebody play this game? Not really. <laughs> if you have Animal Crossing or, um, or like, um, uh, The Sims or something like that, if you have any game that has like a God Simulator complex to it, Stick with those. Yeah, like, you're, this you're, is a, this is a definitely a product of its time. It's the early growing pains of, you know, trying to have microphone attachments to games, but not really necessary for. This is not required playthrough. Sure. Yeah. What? Maybe watch. Maybe watch a playthrough, but that's about it. Or watch like the best highlights of the game. Right. But don't don't you don't need to play the game. Yeah, the game if, to play itself is not very good. If you can even call them highlights. <laughs> Yeah, because it's all basically the same thing. Sure. Um, what what would this game look like if we tried to make it now? Uh, it would probably be in someone's room. If, like the game wouldn't have like a black background. It would probably be like a full room where you can like take him out and he can like hop around the room. Okay. I could see that. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I I could see like a like a an AI backgrounded character. You know what I mean? Like that, oh, yeah, yeah. that that's a big undertaking. Like even uh Samuel Jackson doing his voice for the uh <laughs> for Amazon was like apparently a like a three year process. It takes oh, a, a ton of time. And then they're using algorithms in the background to like reproduce his voice so he didn't actually say everything that he can say on it. Um mm-hmm. that that would be interesting. Th- this this is definitely like a test your technology kind yeah. of game. Yeah, it's 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 a game that was about like trying something new. It was a it was a gimmick meant to sell the Dreamcast. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. This is like um and we might get into these some someday down the line, but um the Xbox Connect had three or four oh, yeah, yeah. three or four yeah. games like this that like n- some of them didn't amount to anything. Like there's no there was gameplay footage that didn't turn into an actual game. And then yeah. some of them like the um uh Connect connectimals like the the zoo game was touted to be this huge thing and then the actual game was basically as boring as seaman but on a next-gen console (laughs) like yeah there was nothing to do in in these kind of things and that's kind of what it amounts to especially in a 
time sensitive gameplay loop where you have to take 10 minutes to do a thing. Mm-hmm. And that thing is just talk to the seaman. That's it. Right. Answer his questions to his satisfaction. Yeah. And if you say the wrong thing, he'll get very annoyed with you. <laughs> Assuming he's actually understanding you and not just like... <laughs> I, I have a theory that the microphone on this was pitch-based, and if you talk to him in a certain tone of voice, you'll get, regardless of what you'll say, you'll get a response. Well, it's also like it's a Japanese game and they need to translate it to English. Right. So that's probably also a significant problem. It, yeah, I mean, that's because they have a uh, semi-pitch-based language, right? Uh, yes, and also they lack certain letters. Right. Like, there's no L in the Japanese language. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Um, <clears throat> localization is, I think, the unsung hero of video games in the background. Yes. I don't know if you've ever read into um, the Earthbound series, but apparently localization for that game is a nightmare. <laughs> and and that's why we didn't get the third game. Mother 3 never happened because, like, it is such a Japan-specific story, character development, gameplay loop that they're just <laughs> like, this is this doesn't translate. Like, we get it. We get Ness. He's a little kid with a baseball bat with psychic powers. That's about as far as Americans will understand what this is. <laughs> Jesus. I, I may have to see if I can find the Japanese version of this just to find out if that's way different or not yeah i mean it, it it's it definitely be worth looking into see if there was like you know they probably mentioned more japanese culture than they did in uh right current version yeah that now i've got questions about the manual like does like ancient egyptian stuff translate to japan well or is like they're a like feudal japan version of uh what the frogman is i'm curious <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna run down a YouTube uh, rabbit hole later. I think just to see what uh, <laughs> the Japanese version of Seaman is like. <laughs> Definitely has me curious too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to touch on for this game? No, I think that's about it. There's not really much to talk about. <laughs> unfortunately. God, I love shorter podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> These are always l l much nicer. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like I'm I'm strapping in to try to uh, pull things out of this. I don't know. The graphics aren't great, but I mean, it was the Dreamcast. The yeah. uh... <laughs> but then again, the Dreamcast. I mean, look at Code Veronica; it still looked pretty good. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it looked pretty good. Weird little piece of tech. I'd love to see Sega like dark horse their way back into the console uh, gaming arena with like some weird thing. I don't. I don't know what it would be. I just, I'd love to see them pop up and be like, yeah, Sega's back and they have a new console. <laughs> I think at this point, considering that, uh, the console generation is dying out or at the very least, like they said, Oh, the PS five will be the final console. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're basically into PC gaming at that yeah, point. By that point, it's like the consoles are so powerful. It's like, they may as well just be a home PC. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, you're basically getting into VR machines at that point. Cause like I, the computer I built, I had no interest in VR, but the motherboard that I bought, when you get to the level that like they're able to process what I want to for editing, they all have yeah. VR built in. It's just part of it. Oh. Oh, there you go. Like my, so you have no no excuse to not have a headset now. Yeah, base I mean, besides the cost of the accessories. Oh, well, yeah, there's, there's that. <laughs> right. But like as far as VR gaming goes, I could do it if I wanted to. The computer's yeah 
like pre-built for it because that's just I guess uh, industry standard at this point. If you're going to do 32 gigs of RAM, you're getting into VR territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild time to be alive. I do not want. Oh the, yeah. I do not <laughs> want the VR version of Seaman though. Oh Jesus God, no, <laughs> no, I don't need that. Can you can you imagine putting the headset on and there's like a little frog man in your room? Ugh. Jesus God, no. <laughs> Uh, it, it's like commenting on like your posters and photos and <laughs> yeah. books and stuff god i might be selling uh, myself on the idea i like it a little more now oh i hate it i hate it you, you get Ugh. like a like a like a popular um roast comedian to do the voice <laughs> yeah, like Mark fun. Maron or something like that yeah exactly it's, there you it's go. like oh atlas shrugged didn't know my owner was an asshole Jesus, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Mm. Not me. I'll never find out. I don't care to know. Yeah. Ah, well, that's all I got. That's all I got. I have no other comments on this game. Yes. All right. So, not sure what we'll do for the next episode. We will figure it out as we go along. I hope that becomes our like our new ending. Like. Who knows what game we'll talk about next time. We'll see you then. (laughs) We'll see you around the next bend. Right. (laughs) All right. And with that, good night.